Hello everyone, this is Will. Woo! This is Alex. Welcome back to another episode of They Mostly Come Out at Night. Oh baby. Mostly. Ugh, we got we got a good one for you. We really do. Um, but before we get into the good one, please, please go to any, any stream, any like podcast streaming service and just give us a good old subscribe, like us, comment, follow, whatever you do. Okay. Yeah. You want to have a talk with us? Go ahead. Go on YouTube. Give us a subscribe there. Okay. Maybe like, maybe like some videos. I don't know. Not videos, but they, I mean, they're kind of videos, but they're not really. Um, they're more audio files. Listen, you can listen to us while you're doing the dishes, or you can listen to us while you're, you know, at the gym. Out, I don't at the care. gym. Well, just, just put us on. You know, you, you know? know, you know, you like our reviews, and so. you know, you, you know, we're not gonna like. There's no stressful bullshit. You'll no. just have a nice little escape for about fifty minutes to an hour per episode, and it's fine. And it's free. It's totally. That's the beauty it of it too. Always be free. Yep, for free. Always. So please go and subscribe. Really helps us out, um, so we can keep creating this content for you and like making good stuff like this. Like, like this, I feel like this is going to be a good review. So if you want more stuff like this, subscribe so we can continue this podcast. I mean, we probably would do it even if we had zero followers, but we appreciate we, all yeah. of you. Because here's the thing: um, we do love what we do. We love these movies, so we will continue doing this yes regardless um so now um as we get into it tonight we watched an absolutely bonkers movie this was a gem i i did not expect to like this movie as much as i did um it's really good uh ghost warrior ghost warrior um now for all you nerds you (laughs) out there um like myself um, if you know what a little franchise, well, not little, it's definitely not little. If you know what a franchise named Cayman Rider is, you will recognize, okay. I have to go, I have to do this, okay. okay? I did tell you this, so. You did, and I did recognize him, so I probably would have Because before together, the movie but... started, before we watched the movie today, um, I, before I came over to our studio, I looked up this man, and of course, the first thing that fucking pops up on IMDb Cayman Rider. And uh, you know that I am a big fan of very popular Japanese uh, superhero superhero shit. So, um, you know, I love Super Sentai. I've I've dabbled in Cayman Rider a little bit, but not like a huge extent. Um, But I did recognize the guy. I I love Ultraman, too, by the way. Like, Ultraman is fucking awesome. Um, But, like, I did recognize the guy... um, and he, I mean, like he's a he's a good actor, but like it, it's kind of funny. It's like it's an American movie made by an American man. Yeah. And it has our protagonist is literally and I'm sorry to get into like spoilers right away. because It's not a big spoiler. It doesn't ruin the movie. Say, is it a spoiler? No, not really. It's a but like, movie. But like literally like our our protagonist literally does not speak a word, an entire word of english he's i guarantee you yeah he's he's probably not even fluent at all um by this point they might have been i don't know i uh, had no cayman writer was a i'm trying to remember because like i said i'm not like the biggest cayman writer so i mean i don't want anyone to come after me <laughs> but they did adapt cayman writer into like an american series at one point but i don't think it was the original cayman writer i think they adapted cayman writer i think they adapted cayman writer black if I'm not mistaken, yeah. into um, an American series, kind of like they did with like Power Rangers. I think Kamen Rider Black came after this movie. Yeah, Kamen Rider came. Black did come out in the '90s. Yeah, uh, so well, in yeah. the 2000s. So um, it wasn't Kamen Rider Black. Obviously, yeah. he was in like one of the original iterations of. Yeah, Kamen he was Rider. in a uh, Kamen Rider from what I saw throughout the '70s. Yeah, so Kamen Rider's been around for a long time, just like Super Sentai. That's not this podcast, though. So. I won't go off on a tangent right now. Um, but anyway, so yeah, you, you, he is pretty recognizable if you're into that nerd. If shit. you're a nerd. If you're, <laughs> if you're a giant nerd, you will recognize him. Um, but beyond that, I think we have a re- very competent B movie here. Like, I think it's really good. It's very well made, surprisingly. It's only an hour and 21 minutes. Yeah, it doesn't waste your time. Now, I will admit... 
before we get like too far into it, if you do want to find this, it is extremely hard to find. I saw you can watch it. I think there's a version on YouTube, but I don't think it's good quality from what I could see. Um, I know like if you Google this movie, there is like a link to watch it on Amazon Prime, but you have to have like some sort of weird like subscription service that I've never heard of. Yeah. I mean, I think it's worth a watch if you can find it. If you can get a hold of this but, obscure madness, please do. I think it's I, worth a watch. Yeah. I uh that's that's what I just have to say before we get into it. Like Cayman Rider fame, uh it deals with Japanese samurai. So if that tickles your fancy, I don't think you'll have a bad time. If yeah, if all that plus like 80s shenanigans is something that appeals to you which if you're listening to this podcast it probably it does. should yeah if you if you continue <laughs> to follow us you know what you're in the, you know what for. we like so so um, this yeah um but yeah so it. let's get into ghost warrior so we start on a snowy mountain uh we get people like drag well not dragging but they have a, a it's a bunch of japanese soldiers and they have this woman tied and up, and they're carrying her across this mountainous scape. It's set in this. It's like yeah, it's the 16th century Japan. It's like 1554, something like yeah. that. Um, you know, very feudal era, obviously. Or I think I don't know. Sorry, I I'm apologize if We're I say not historians. Feudal. We're not historians. I'm I'm not. Don't quote me on that, please. And I'm sorry, don't come after me if I said don't, the wrong era. Don't, yeah. um, please, please leave us alone. <laughs> please, please. I'm sorry. Um, Have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're dragging her. They're like taking her somewhere. And then all of a sudden they get ambushed by another samurai. And he comes out and he slashes a couple of them. And they're all on horseback. And it's like this kind of cool like horseback scene. And then he takes her and like puts her on the back of his horse. And they go up to a cliff on a yeah it's like a it's an even more like snowy mountain they're on a cliffside and they and there's like a bunch of soldiers in front of them blocking them off and soldiers chasing them so he gets off his horse and fights the presumably the clan leader or yeah the leader of this clan the leader of the clan that's um it's a rival clan you learn later it's not a spoiler you it's pretty apparent yeah um so they're fighting uh he gets the upper like the the samurai that saved the woman gets the upper hand is about to kill the guy. And it, I, again, all this dialogue is in Japanese. It's in like, Japanese. Yes. I, I really commend them because they didn't do like English actors. No, like it's all Japanese. Yeah. Um, with no subtitles, which I would have liked some subtitles, but you get, you get what's happening. Like, obviously you, you don't, get, yeah. I mean, you get the context of the scene without knowing what they're saying. Um, so he's about to kill the guy and he's like basically begging for mercy. Yeah. Um, and so the samurai takes mercy on him. Turns around. Turns around and the guy throws a knife into the woman. Kills her. Kills the woman. And so, and then like an, uh, an archer, uh, an archer takes out the samurai. And he, well, he like hits him. Well, yeah, yeah. And the samurai falls off a cliff into a like very frozen lake yep and then we see him sinking to the bottom and then you know it goes to present day japan same mountain there's like two hikers and they're they go in this cave and and i should say while this is ha- this is our opening credits it's it's showing all the makers of the film and what's it what's really cool i think is they the guy that played the samurai like our Cayman rider guy um it's top build he's top build like he's 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 top of the first credits and top of the last credits yeah like they they definitely made him the main character yeah um so they're looking through this cavern and they have a flare the guy sets it down um and it starts to melt away some of the snow and the woman's sitting there waiting for him to like find some other i guess the, i don't know what they're doing really but um they're just exploring the cavern and then the snow melts away and it reveals a hand and she screams yeah and you see like our guy frozen through like a block of ice then it goes to um los angeles modern day of course and they bring they brought so we get a voiceover because the the woman 
we get our like our main woman um and she is explaining how she was fascinated by this samurai that they found in ice and they brought him to los angeles yeah to like dethaw him and see if they could revive him basically yeah. They, well, originally the guy, um, the institute or whatever, is supposed to perform an autopsy on him. Right. I don't remember the term cryo health, something like that. It was like American Institute of Cryosurgical Cryos, Cryosurgical Studies. Yeah. Something like that. Cry- cryosurgical Studies, right. And um, she is a expert in, like, you know, Eastern cultures, all that kind of stuff. Um, but she's there, and they've, they've brought this guy, they've thawed him out. And they're gonna revi- they're gonna see if they can like revive him or something. Yeah, so they're gonna see if they can dethaw him, and I guess in the dethawing process, like potentially do, still do an autopsy just in case they can't revive him. Yeah, um, I don't know what they initially planned when they did dethaw him, but anyway, I think they just wanted to dethaw him enough to be able to perform an autopsy. Yeah, so he starts dethawing, and they're about to like perform you know, the autopsy, because, and then the, one of the doctors is like, wait, like, and then the he's, heartbeat. the heartbeat starts. The heart monitor machine starts going off, He, he and he's, he's alive. <laughs> so he, like, instead of, you know, killing him, uh, they take him to a room, and they basically monitor her, monitor him until he wakes up. In the meantime, um, also, because they, um, he has all of his things. Oh, and I should mention they also, I mean, it's kind of like the kickstart of the movie. Um, I mean, the kickstart of the whole story. Uh, we have this dude that's kind of a, a fucking scumbag. Um, so he he's like oogling the woman as she first walks in, like undressing her with his eyes and stuff. You could tell. They, listen, they set this shit up. <laughs> and then they're talking about the sword. So she goes to like this old... Like this, this antique store that specializes in like um, Jap- Japanese, Japanese vin- antiques, and, antiques. Stuff, yeah. and she gets them appraised and basically like, you know, he tells her these are priceless, basically. That it's like this is a weapon of a great warrior. Yeah, and it was made by a master swordsman. Yeah. Like a master swordsmith. Like, you know, it, this is priceless, basically. Yeah. And she openly admits to the doctor and this douchebag over here is... And she's like, these are worth more than most people make, and like in a, in their whole life. This is also how like they find out. Well, she finds out that this guy was like a big fucking samurai, essentially. Yes. But, well, we also get um, an understanding. I guess somehow she finds out his name is Yoshimitsu. What he tells her. Oh yeah, yeah, because he yeah, but he's speaking like a a dialect or like in uh, a dialect it, that yeah, is I'm, like. It's, it's old once like he wakes up eventually and you know looks outside his window he sees like horses and it's like okay that's familiar and then he looks up and sees a helicopter freaks out like the nurse comes in you know they they all come in there and he starts talking and that's when the the main doctor's like okay translate she's like i don't know like it's like it's i'm getting like every like other word kind of thing yeah like he, he just keeps talking and eventually that's how she yeah but she calls him yoshi yeah so his name is yoshi yoshimitsu and um she basically through kind of like just different scenes she's like watching over him basically so she's, trying to get him adjusted yeah so she sets up his room like you know like a she also tells him that um they sh- she gives back all of his things yeah so he doesn't feel like a prisoner Gives back his swords to like gain trust because, and like because he's a samurai and his weapon is like his uh, his soul. It's an extension of him. Yes. If, you, if you're up to your nerd shit, you know. <laughs> Listen, this movie is up to some nerd shit, and Listen, it just keeps getting more and more nerdy. The weebery is off the charts. Okay. Like uh, this director, like uh, someone on the film crew that was very closely someone watched a lot of kurosawa movies and consumed the the weebery yes <laughs> was very into samurais you could tell yes someone that had a hand in making this well a big hand in making this was very weeby yes and, th- um, and thank you 
got yeah, some madness out of yeah, it. Yeah, we got a good, we got a great we got a movie. Good one. Um, so she sets him up and everything, and everything's going fine. She's just monitoring him and everything until that our fucking asshole decides he's going to steal yeah. Yoshi's um, swords. They're also trying to prove that he doesn't have like permanent brain damage or something. Which oh yeah, yeah. So she puts a bunch of like matching cards and he puts them like upside down and like still matches them. basically shows that he is very adept yeah and he knows a lot of shit but yeah this guy um while um our samurai is sleeping guy comes in tries to take it and of course he fucking wakes up and fucks him up well at first he like smacks him around with like the the sheath of his sword yeah and then, and then the guy like starts attacking him, and so he pulls out the sword and kills the guy. Yeah. And then he gets out. He walks to like the area where they're all. It's like the lobby, I guess. Yeah. And <laughs> there's a TV. It's playing like a a clothing commercial at first, and then it starts playing a um. It, we see the band Wasp. If you're into hair metal, which we both are, and it's Wasp singing, I believe, the song Tormentor. It is the song Tormentor, yes. And it's fantastic. It's great. And little known fact, we will also, it's from a movie, so this the is the same like, year. It's, uh, we're going to try and find it. It's called Dungeon Master. We will hopefully have it on this podcast because um, it does fit our, it does fit our criteria. Yeah. But it's a scene from that because it's the same production company. But it all, but it also, looks a lot like a music video a wasp music video yeah and i mean that's not what it is but yeah the guy's like watching and he has no idea what the hell this is because it's a tv but it's also just a, a great excuse for us to listen to wasp <laughs> yeah and he like has no idea so he just flips it down and then walks away yeah and so the woman comes out and is oh no so he walks out and he like is this where he looks over? Not yet. Okay. Because first, um, the woman's walking around, the like woman, female nurse, and she finds the dead body. They call the um, the main doctor and the lady doctor. Right, because they just show some scenes of the samurai walking in like a neighborhood. Yeah, like a car almost hits him. A car almost hits him, and then he like is curious about another car and like um, lets the air pressure out. Yeah, like, he like he deflates sta- the tire. He stabs one of them. Um, but then they're like looking, they start looking for him. And this is where we get the scene where he's like walking through this neighborhood and they have like this perfect little like section of this like cul-de-sac. Like a skyline of uh, Los Angeles. skyline of Los Angeles. And it's just our dude dressed in full samurai garb just walks like framed. With like the full top knot and everything. Yeah, framed right in front of like the night skyline of la that is great fucking weeb anime shit anime shit and then like it's the next day and he's and he's walking through like downtown la because it's like the shot of like the skyscraper and it just panned downward to our guy (laughs) (laughs) and then he's walking through like downtown la and you hear commotion so he looks over and he sees an older man Getting attacked by, like, this gang. A bunch of r- r- ruffians, Will. Yes. And we knew we knew what was going to happen. So he's, like, he's trying to fight them off, and then all of a sudden they get, they're like, what the hell is that? Yeah. And then, like, pans over, and we see Yoshi um, walking towards them. Just not saying <clears> a word, and they and all... So the old guy's like, get out of here. Like, you, these guys are dangerous. Like, what are you doing? He's just still walking. Yep. And then uh, they start trying to fight him, and he takes out three of them. Cuts off and, like, one this, of their like, arms. like, wide-angle shot. Yeah. Cuts off one of, one of their arms. And then the final guy gets away. Mm-hmm. And so he, like, he helps the old guy up. And, um, you know, the old guy is like, I can't remember... The, he just like says something and then it goes to the next scene where they're walking down the street. They're like friendly now and he's like and he's like, Man, like I you know, I've been a soldier all my life, but I've never seen anything like that and like he's like, I can tell. I can tell you're, you're a soldier also too. you're a warrior. And he's like, You're not much of a talker and he's like I I do love when he like tries to shake his hand and the guy's like, Listen, I, I served in the Pacific Front. No hard feelings. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> so he's like he's like, Here, um, I'm gonna take you somewhere Oh, um, I, oh um, another thing is um they um because they 
after they, you know, the at the institute, they find the dead body and they call the cops. Yeah. And the cops are just like, what the fuck? This is nonsense. And we it's get like, Detective Berger. Berger. And he takes him to the police station. Then as they're sitting there, he gets a phone call. I love how he's like, he's like, you're not going anywhere until you tell me the truth about what's really going on yeah. here. And then, like, they get a phone call in the police station. Like, hey, some guy... Uh, say that some, there's some dude dressed like a samurai who just killed like three people <laughs> and then they're like that's him we also get a scene of the the bad guy like so the bad gang leader um he is following he's like following Yoshi. him yeah. so they go <clears throat> the, the old, guy's like oh listen I got, I got a place to show you the older man and yoshi go into like a sushi restaurant and you know like the old guy goes there all the time apparently because he knows all the all, all the sushi makers and everything um the sushi chefs i should say and um you know they sit down and the <laughs> i love this because like the guy sits down and like orders um some beer and um while they're getting the beer uh we see a couple in the corner and um, <laughs> the girl the woman's like is that Toshihiro mafune <laughs> and he's like yeah i think it is i told you this place was hot that is some fucking, that is a deep cut right there. If you don't know who Toshihiro Mifune is, first of all, I'm very sorry. You should go check out some of his movies. I mean, if you've watched any Akira Kurosawa movie. He is, he is you absolutely amazing. Um, I really love Toshihiro Mifune. He's great. He's great in High and Low, Seven Samurai. I could go on. All the movies. Like, Yojimbo. Like, yeah. I mean, just everything. He is so good. Um, he's one of he's one of the best actors I think I've ever seen. Ever, yeah. I, I really like up there with like top five favorite actors. Absolutely. So um, <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> again, not that podcast. Um, <laughs> so uh, the the older guy is like, hey, like, why don't you try and like talk to him and see what's going on? So the sushi chef um, tries to talk to him um, and then he talks to the sushi chef and the guy's like, well, what is he saying? He's like, I don't, I don't know what kind of dialect he's using. Like, I can only understand like every other word, but I can tell you this: that guy's wacko. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he starts, you know, she starts drinking the beer, or he starts sniffing it. Well, he gets like a memory. Because as this goes on, like as the movie goes on, he keeps like remembering, yeah, kind of what led him to this. So now he remembers that there was this woman that he was in love with. And that's when the ruffians, they start throwing like rocks and shit through the window of the sushi restaurant. I love how all this is going on. Like this whole commotion is going on. Everyone's ducking under like tables to protect themselves. And Yoshi is just sitting there. He doesn't give just, a fuck. Just fucking drinking his soup and like, you know, just doesn't, doesn't fucking care at all. Not at all. And you know, they were like, come on, like... Like, come on, follow us here. And they, like, they, there's like this abandoned building across the street. So they go in there. He follows. Of course, I mean, <coughs> listen, any any good movie, especially from. Oh, we I forgot to mention just real quick. A very sentimental scene is coming up, so yes. we need to understand where it's coming from. The old man, after he gets saved, grabs the guy's hand mm-hmm. and like. Puts uh, while they're in the sushi restaurant before the rocks get thrown, he grabs his like hand with like Yoshi's hand with both of his hands. He's like, "You're a friend." Yeah, you're a friend. Like hand, like shaking like, his hand. You yeah. saved my life. You're my friend. Yeah, and <clears throat> it that'll come into play nope. soon. Right. So pay, I just wanted to, I just wanted to mention that. But um, any 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 great like fucking violent action movie from like the eighties or nineties, if you're a person being like. Are the hero, so to speak, is of a um, minority group. If you're making a good movie, what you have to do is your fucking dickhead villains have to like throw slurs at them. Because yeah. Then when they get fucking wrecked, you just feel so much better. Because he goes into this like dark, gloomy, abandoned warehouse with fog all over. Fog and like lights and very um cinematog, you know strategic places yeah, cin- very cinematically makes it set. look very yeah. uh beautiful so he goes in there and the guys are taunting him calling him all these racist yeah things 
Um, and they're trying to like goat him into yeah. like getting into the middle so they can shoot. There's him. a guy that um, he's on a motorcycle. He like attacks him and he gets, of course, he gets fucking sliced in half. He literally gets like fucking fricasseed in half. Yeah, it's great. And then there's another guy. He's got like um, he's looking for him with a gun, and our um, the old man follows Yoshi into this place, and he ends up knocking the guy out as like um. And he just like he like nods to him like like he's a fellow mm-hmm. like, a warrior so to speak, and the last guy is just there and he's like, hey man, come on, I give up like all this stuff, and he sees the old man and he shoots him in the leg, and then uh, our samurai just he pulls out a fan and just casually starts walking towards the guy. And the guy's like, what the fuck? He's like, you know what? Fuck this. This ends now. And he like pulls like. He pulls the hammer back on the revolver and is about to shoot. And like just as he's about to shoot, Yoshi takes out a throwing dagger and throws it right into his fucking eye. Into his eye, yeah. And uh, the guy like collapses onto the ground. So Yoshi goes and finds the his friend, and uh, <clears throat> he like makes a tourniquet for him and watches as over him. As all this him. is happening, the um, the woman is um, the woman like doctor scientist is there. Um, cause basically up till now, what you get the impression of is that she's like sympathetic to him. She wants to help him. That he's like yeah. fish out of water. He's not trying to hurt anybody. Well, like he under, she understands that he's literally from a, a completely different time period and has no idea yeah. how the fuck to act in modern yeah. society. Whereas the, like the, the, the male scientist is like, just like, okay, we just need to catch like kill him and then yeah. this, um, but she's there. And she tells him, like, like the cops are coming, you have to leave, you have to go, and this is when your payoff happens. Yeah. Our um our guy, he like, you know, he he's like he's like, Yeah, go, go ahead, like I'm fine. And this is when he he shakes his hand. Shakes his hand, like like the old guy did in the sushi restaurant. And he gives him a sword. <laughs> He gives him his like the smaller sword. Yeah. And um he and the the woman reassures him your friend will be fine. You know, you need to go because yeah. you you know, like your friend nothing will happen to your friend, yeah. but you need to leave. It's great. Yeah. It's a nice little, I don't know. Nice little moment that shows you that, you know, they 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 cared about this movie yeah. and they were making this thing. But he leaves, and after this... So they go... So you don't know where they're going, yeah. but the woman takes the samurai out of there um, before the police come. And then we get the laboratory. They're talking about how... Um, they, you know, no one the, can the, find him. The woman took the samurai. They don't know where she is, and the guy's like, okay, well, like we need... No, he's it. like, I know, I know where she took him. Well, at this point, he's like, this is like a huge like problem we're just gonna have to eliminate him basically because basically the other thing is that um they haven't told anybody that this guy woke up yeah that he's revived like people think like the police just think he's like a mass murderer at this point yeah because from what they've told people they they found a fucking icicle a guy frozen and that's it but they haven't told anyone like what they're doing so Obviously, they want to nip this in the bud yeah. before it gets a huge, like into a huge thing. But so. he's like, "Oh, I know where she took him," and it's the um, like the Japanese antique shop. Yep. So he actually the <clears throat> the antique store owner knows like kind of like the story of Yoshi. Because well, and... um, the other thing is that I mean, the implication is before this scene, he told him. Well, and, and since this guy's like very well knowledge in yeah. like ancient Japan. He knows like the dialect and he knows like he understands yeah. what's going on. He basically tells her like that, you know, he, um, he was a great warrior. He fell in love with this woman and he, he just, he didn't want to be like, he didn't want to fight anymore, but a rival clan, like her name's Chidori. I think. I think so. But a rival clan kidnapped her and, um, you know, she he saw her die right in front of his eyes and yeah and one he's like he's like this is a samurai like we need to let him choose how he wants to like live basically yeah and like she's saying like well we have to like 
we have to protect them because like how is he going to survive and yeah that's when he tells her like well he has to be the one to choose yeah he has to choose whether to adapt or yeah die basically and then um he goes out to like buy some groceries or something and she like you know, makes him a cup noodle cup noodle and he sees like how light bulb works the main scientist shows up with some goons well and they kind of trick him because like they're about to they attack him outside of like where he is and he takes out those two dudes and then the one guy stuns him with like a taser a taser yeah and so they take him into this van and they're driving and he's like you know he's saying like okay well we're gonna we need to do the autopsy now we're gonna just kill him we're gonna execute him in the back of this van and all we were paid like basically all we were paid to do is just to perform an autopsy on this guy that's it so basically what they're gonna do is um like you know inject him with air yeah do a medical suicide um not really medical but like they're gonna just yeah yeah, inject him with air so it goes into his bloodstream and he dies because it's untraceable Oh, meanwhile, the old antiques owner, like the, sorry, the antique store owner uh, calls uh, Burger and leaves a message. They said that he's like the main detective who's assigned to the uh, the killer samurai case. And he says the uh, the doctors have taken the samurai and, the, you know, another guy answers and it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? What samurai? What the and fuck? so he takes on the note, but he has no fucking idea what he's talking yeah. about. So now we get like the woman is in the back of the van Um and they're about to like inject him with air. She stops them. And she starts like they start fighting in the back and she pulls out the sword, slices one of the guys, and then Yoshi wakes up. Yeah. So Yoshi wakes up, um, one of the like, like the driver unhooks like a It's a fire it's a like fire extinguisher and he smacks her on the back of the head. And so he, that pisses him off. So, so he, Yoshi has the sword. He, he stabs the guy driving. And of course they fucking crash and flip over. You know they're out. They're outside now. They're all like injured. He Yoshi stabs. Yoshi like slashes one of the guys. And he's about to kill the main scientist guy, and he like swings down, but then stops. And she tells him to stop. Yeah. And he's kind of remembering like what happened, and he's like, you know, he you can tell he's like contemplating whether to kill this yeah. guy or not, but he doesn't. And then they run away. They run away, and this is when um Detective Berger finds out about this. So all the cops are up there looking for this guy um he they end up at like a little like ranch thing they find a horse one she does there's another voiceover where she's impressed because he just basically goes off instinct Mm -hmm. and he knows like how to saddle a horse because he he knew how to saddle a horse then and all that stuff more character building for both of them basically this is also where you kind of start to see where it's going you see the parallels they're trying to draw because now it's like you have him on a horse again. There's the woman. Um, but they're like, you know, they're riding around. It's like it's nighttime now. Um, the they're, they're looking for them. And the scientist guy, he ends up taking a shotgun. Well, because he hears where the kind of where the like which direction like yoshi and the girl are like the woman are headed and so he grabs a shotgun because he's just like i need to fucking finish this like yeah and so he like gets in his like car and drives up the mountain and uh you know they catch him on they catch yoshi with a helicopter for a minute but then yoshi loses them and Um, then at at this point um they have the woman the cops have her yeah so they so she's trying to catch up with yoshi but and and there's like a scene where after he's lost the helicopter he's like on horseback and he sees like the cops leading her and you immediately get like flashbacks to yep when the the rival samurais were leading the woman he fell in love with so he saves her he like beats up a bunch of cops and then on horseback again yep with the yep and it, it even shows the scene again from the beginning and then she gets on the back of his uh, horse, just like in the beginning, and they ride up the mountain. And the main scientist guy is waiting there for them with a shotgun. Yeah, but he's pointing the shotgun at them, and he's like, stop, this needs to end now. Like, we need to end this. And then he, like, he gets off the, his, um, he gets off, Yoshi gets off the horse and is like walking towards the guy and the like the shotgun jams and like he's looking at it 
and um, Yoshi knocks him to the ground and does like he's gonna slash him again, but then doesn't. Yeah. And then Burger shows up and uh, you know well, point- well um they um oh no I'm sorry yeah I'm sorry so Yoshi's walking away back yeah. to the woman and the like the scientist guy gets up and holds the shot he's gonna like beat the Yoshi with a shot the shotgun butt. but she yells. And he turns around and just slashes him right down the chest. Mm-hmm. So the guy dies. This is where all the cops show up. And then Berger shoots him in the chest. He shoots him once, and he starts like stumbling around, and like is about to like almost attack. And you know she's like stop, and like all the co- and like the cops like they're about to shoot him, but they don't. And he looks at her and like he says something in Japanese. And again. Falls off the cliff. Falls off the cliff into the water. Yep. And then, you know, they're just like looking at the water. And the cop's like, what did he say to you? (laughs) And she says, um, he said, there's no second chances. The, The way of the samurai is death. Yeah. In the way of the samurai, there is only death. There is only death. Yeah. Yep come back full circle end film wow i did not know what to expect because you told me kind of the synopsis like a brief synopsis before we started watching this and like that's usually all i, I get from i movies. was like <clears throat> i was like okay like it could be good or it could be really bad and i was maybe expecting something a little bit <laughs> that's worse. the joy of the podcast will is we really don't know now i could i could see how some people would think this was boring because there's not like a ton of action in it. It's more of like a I would almost maybe say a character study. Um, it's it's like I don't know. It's there's not a like you said there's not a ton of action, but it's there's enough like kind of put in like sporadically to like keep you interested well i think it's a very interesting movie to watch it's like it's really i i I don't know like in my opinion i thought it was really well done i thought the cinematography was really well done um whoever did the camera work did an awesome job the score was like an actual orchestra they had um the the royal philharmonic is credited um, with the with the soundtrack like it's it's kind of crazy for a little low budget movie the acting is really decent to be honest like you don't get any big actors obviously except for like i mean this guy is big in japan Japan, but it's not like he's big in the united states at this point because in the 80s a lot of americans i don't think knew exactly what like kamen rider was not imagine anybody i mean it's a huge franchise in japan but like a lot of like yeah it didn't get to u.s audiences back then this um i don't imagine any of that stuff really became known to anybody <laughs> in the states until like the 90s when power rangers basically yeah that's when it got yeah. popular when they decided to use the japanese footage for their action scenes yeah um but i don't know i, I thought it was really well done it's a really good like you know fish out of water move like action movie because the action sequences are pretty are done pretty well they're kind of few and far between, but there's enough for, in my opinion, to keep you interested uh, through the whole movie, and you want to know what where it's going. Like you want yeah, to know what's going to happen. It, it it definitely keeps you invested, yeah. like in in this samurai guy who, and again, it's like they do a good job because he literally does not speak a single word, yeah, of English through the whole movie, but like you're still invested in in him and where this goes. Cause the way like at the synopsis, I thought that it almost sounded like he would be like a villain. Yeah. I thought I, I, I kind of thought they would go either way with that. Like I didn't know whether they were going to make him like a fish out of water where he goes ballistic and just I thought it was going to be people. like they, you know, they have a samurai in modern day and he wakes up and just starts murdering indiscriminately right i thought that's what it was gonna be um but instead it's like he's not really a bad guy i would say he's like just lost uh, yeah i don't know like it's he's just doing what instinctually um a 15th like a a 15 a samurai from 1554 
would do in modern day yeah. like los angeles yeah that would never happen so the fucking concept is insane it's great but, but i don't know i think they executed it pretty well and i'm i'm kind of glad that in a way that the samurai didn't like they didn't have him go like ballistic and like kill a bunch of people because oh, that probably would have been entertaining to see but i don't think it would have been as interesting of a movie yeah it does make it a little more unique for, yeah uh it's, it's a good concept i i did like it um like it's it's not like obviously my favorite movie ever but like i did like it and i think it's like well worth a watch it's worth a watch and i mean it's not i don't know i can't imagine maybe i'm just a fucking lizard brain i, I can't imagine anybody watching this and being like annoyed i I kind of could see if people like maybe thought it was too slow because there are parts that like do a lot of like character building, especially the beginning. Kind of, but it's like, I mean, I swear to God, it's because again, it's an hour and 21 minutes. He is. They don't waste a lot of time. Thawed in like the, I, it's probably like the 15 minute mark. And then maybe like the 22, 23 minute mark, you get your first death. Yeah. So they, it is fucking go. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. Like, I think it was really well done, especially for a B movie. Like, you could, there's a lot worse ways to spend an hour and 21 minutes. Yeah, like, um, for example, you could watch Black Devil's All From Hell. You had to mention that movie, didn't you? Well, I'm pretty sure, hold on, hold on. I'm going to look it up. I, I was gonna say I think that movie is a little um, shorter than this, but I might be I might be completely fucking wrong. I it, could be wrong. It felt like it felt longer. That movie Let did. Me see, because we watched. Do not forget, sir. We watched the uh, the director's cut. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, the I remember. Director's mother. Fuck. It was longer. Black Devil Doll from Hell was an hour and 27 minutes. God, it was six minutes longer. Minutes longer than this. Wow. What the fuck? Shitty to pretty. This is going to pretty... I mean, obviously, it's going to get pretty high scores. It's not like... It's not shitty at all. No, it's it's horrible. Um, It's a one. Yeah, one. This is the worst film I've ever seen. And Black Devil Doll from Hell deserves a ten. Ten out of ten. Black Devil Doll from Hell was meticulously made, and um, it was... Um, and not boring and stupid and... It was a great film. Annoying. Was, well, it was about family, and yeah. that's what makes it so powerful. <laughs> <laughs> um, Black Devil Doll from Hell is a film about trauma. Trauma, yep. Like it's, every horror movie It's nowadays. a film about trauma in the black community, because, you know, the trauma of um, having a fucking... A, a Rick James doll, <laughs> a fucking doll, dick you down, and then you get addicted. The dick to, was so you good. Get addicted to it. Okay, okay. A dick. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, enough That's about black, black Devil doll. That might be the last time we ever mention it. No, unfortunately, because at the end of the '84, we will have to do a best of the. I would be shocked if there's something worse than that. I'd be no. legitimately shocked. I don't think there will be. No. I don't think there will be. Oh, no. But anyway, shitty... Okay, so we need to get back on track. Ghost Warrior. Shitty or pretty, I'm giving it a nine. Fuck you. Is that what you're giving Fucking, it? Fuck off. Our scores are I always... I was literally going to give it a... I thought you were going to give it like a 10, and I'd be like, ah, bitch, I'm original, I give it a 9. We... I don't think we... Uh, I don't... Maybe someone could track this. I don't think we've ever disagreed on the score. Well, here's the thing. We may have had, like, at one point, at one movie, like a one-point differential. I swear to God. Like, maybe Shitty to Pretty just boring because everyone's like, oh, yeah, they're just going to rate it the fucking same. Fuck off. (laughs) But there has never been a movie where we've, like, actually been like, no, I liked it. I don't think ever. Yeah, I don't think we've ever like disagreed on whether a movie's good or bad. No, every movie, shockingly, two hundred, two hundred goddamn movies in, 
I mean, we generally always agree that either it's and complete shit or good. That ninety percent of them, maybe more, we've literally given the exact same number. Rating. Yeah. Some of you may think that Shitty or Pretty doesn't need to be involved in our reviews because we literally give it the same score every single time. But you know what? I'd say you're fucking wrong, and it's, it's still entertaining. So it's we're gonna keep it in because you get this nonsense and because. You know, who doesn't love just a good score? Like it's like it's it's you're the watching a re- on top. you're watching a review. You need a score. Yeah, like we can't just know, talk about it and not give it a rating or a score. It's like you know, Siskel and Ebert had their thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, like, you just need a score. We have our thing. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it really doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter because, because the movie's more than 30 fucking and years old. And I would argue pretty much every fucking film in existence is entirely subjective to whether you're going to like it or not. Because there's some goddamn awful shit that other people love and I just don't fucking understand why. And yeah, there's... there's... And there's stuff that I like that everyone else fucking hates. Like Ghost Warrior. Yeah, like Ghost Warrior. This has a 5.2 on IMDb. <laughs> and there's a lot of bad reviews. But again, it's subjective. Everyone loves a good scoring, so we're going to fucking keep it in. We're going to keep doing it. And you know that Shitty to Pretty is... Um, <laughs> I don't know why we're going off on a tangent of Shitty to Pretty. Shitty to Pretty is, um, is a trademark of ours. It is. Because it's not, it's not like a normal rating. You know? It's our rating. And you can't take that from us. You can't take it. You can't take it. It's our baby. You can't take it. If you really think about it, does it really make sense? No. But who cares? Does this podcast make sense? No. No. This is some nonsense we came up with when we were drunk. two fucking idiot nerds in a room just reviewing movies. We came up with this one day. Listen, maybe one day in the future you will have the lore that led to this. Not now. But one day in the future, I can promise you it's not very interesting. But you, very you interesting, can have it if you. But listen, it's I'll give you a little cock tease that might pay off in like twenty years or something. I don't know. But one day you might have the lore of what led to this nonsense. Yes. And it involved. I will tell you, it 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 involved much beer consumed. Okay. We can also tell you the very boring reason why we named it. They mostly come out at night. But again, later. I mean, if you're a nerd, you know. And you know what kind of movies we have on this podcast? I think you can put it together. But we'll leave it. One day. You should know. But if you don't, maybe one day. If you don't, you. what do people say, Will? It's not my job to educate you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know why this tangent happened. Maybe the liquor was flowing a little bit better today. I don't know. Our, anyway. Um, listen, we... Um, I'm not naming it, it, names. It's tangent time. I'm not naming names. But we consumed, like the filthy um, consumer sheep that we are, we consumed a pumpkin ale. And that was a beer, mind you. And we consumed a apple cinnamon seltzer. And they were delicious. Oh, fuck it. I'm going to name them because they were How good. How dare you? We're not sponsored, by the way. Not Although yet. if you want to, please do. Um, Upslope Brewing, Boulder, Colorado, Pumpkin Ale, really good. And then Press, I know, more basic, it's it's fine. Uh, press, Apple Cinnamon, holy shit. See, I don't know if Press is basic enough. If you said um, White Claw, I think White Claw is the go-to basic one. Press is pretty basic, I would say, but uh, yeah, right, White Claw is way more basic. But anyway, Apple Cinnamon Press, try it. It's like, it's fucking fall in a seltzer it is october it's great people. it is october i'll leave, i'll post them even on the, the instas okay oh yeah okay and the and the okay. and the facebooks you'll you'll do the we're social, not we're not socials we're not yeah i'll post them on the socials uh we're not sponsored in any way shape or form although if you want to i will drink as much press as you want me to and i will advertise the shit out of it um i mean listen we live and in upslope um, i know you might be a slower a smaller brewery but if you want to we will also drink as much as humanly possible of your beer if you pay us to if do it, so. If it, if it leads to us getting beer sent to us. Even if you just want to care package us, like that'd be fine. Please, because I, you know, we, <laughs> we you know, our um the the state we live in hates freedom and we're like the only state that you can't do that in. So if you want to do that to us, 
please. That'd be pretty badass. I don't know how you Utah handles those kind of things, like advertisement care packaging. I don't think we can get alcohol, even from like companies. Uh, you know, maybe we, we'll open up a a PO box in a neighboring state, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, once a month we'll have to do a little. Uh, an old-fashioned fucking bootleg liquor. <laughs> Maybe that's why we haven't been sponsored. Everyone's like, okay, where are they at? Let's see. Oh, oh Utah? Ooh, I don't know if I can do that. Prohibition's rough, man. Yeah, it is. I feel like, uh, I feel like fucking Al Capone. Seriously. <laughs> we have to fucking put a P.O. box in another state to even Listen. get fucking liquor. Listen. Or uh, beer. Yeah, beer. We don't drink. We're not talking liquor. Yeah, no, we, no. we don't this drink is, liquor on this, this podcast. Beer. I don't drink. No, we don't drink liquor. Except you did consume liquor when we were doing Uve Bowl, but I do not blame you for that. I, well, yeah, and I mean, if <laughs> if we horrible. do anything like that, like a deep dive again, no. I might go back no, 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 to that, no. but I don't think we will. So I am never doing a deep dive again. That was I literally wanted to kill myself. Yeah, that deep dive was awful because the the reason we did that was because of the um. Notoriety. That's true. Um, yeah, sorry. The Ghost Warrior review went a little quicker than like we thought, so we're just gonna like talk for a minute. I think we're good. I think we're I think we're to like to the end point. Um I yeah, I, I, I don't think we have any more bookkeeping things to go over. I know. The accounting is good. Also, um, thank you for everyone that's posted comments on our Facebook page. Yes. Um, and left, anywhere left like suggestions, uh, reviews. We really appreciate it. I just wanna, I just wanna like they say that all... again. We're finally getting people actually reaching out, which is um, which is really cool. Like, I mean, we've been doing this for what, four, four, five years now. Longer than I care to think. <laughs> and like it took a while. Like, there was, the, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. There was a lot of radio silence for a long time. We're nobodies, so like, yes. And so, like, to get people actually interacting, yeah, with us, even if it's just a few people, like, that speaks volumes. The fact that anybody cares to comment on the nonsense that two complete nobodies say is because honestly i'll even admit it now like we barely know what the fuck we're doing we're just we're just two idiots in a room just talking about bad movies we just happen to like movies like that's literally all it comes down to that's all it is like this is like total trial by error but we have a blast doing it and i hope you guys have a blast listening to it like we really appreciate everyone um and i don't know like uh, here's to like 200 more to like, listen, to fuck it, two thousand. Yeah, we'll keep doing this. There's so many movies. I'm just gonna fucking keep doing this till I'm fucking six feet under. Like really, exactly. Um, so like we're not going anywhere. We hope you guys, um, are continuing to enjoy the growth and like where we're going. Um, I'm pretty excited about everything. So I just wanted to say that real quick. I'm feeling a little sentimental. So thank you. Um, thank you everyone for that. Um. I know that's all I have really um just kind of wanted to go off on a tangent about shit and then get all sentimental to our right followers back around to it yeah and that's it yeah I th- yeah all right I think that's a good note thank to end guys. it on thank you guys um thank you so much for listening uh this has been Will this has been Alex we are they mostly come out at night and we will talk to you all later bye bye like the samurai like the samurai the way of Bushido also Please, for the love of God, if you haven't, if you don't know who he is, go check out Toshihiro Mafune. Please, yes, Seven Samurai. Please do yourself a favor. Why are you listening to the podcast? Go watch Seven Samurai or Yujimbo. Anything. (laughs) Go do it. Something. High and low. Rashomon. (laughs) Fucking throne of blood. (laughs) 